0: Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code ZOOM or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Hope you are doing fabulous today because this is a Fab Five Friday episode, and the information is useful whether you are listening to it on a Monday or a Sunday or a Friday. So let's go ahead and dig in. These episodes tend to be a bit shorter, but they are packed with value. And today we are talking about the power of social media research for learning about your customer, okay? It used to take us months, if not years, to do market research. And I can remember even right before I started my own agency, which was late 2009, early 2010, our first agency that we sold really quickly within a couple years. But I can remember being at companies like Hitachi and Sun Microsystems and GE, and we would do market research projects that would take months. And I remember one of the last ones I worked on when I was at Hitachi, it was a six month intense project that literally consumed my life and my being. And that wasn't my only job, right? I was I was leading digital marketing for some massive businesses, but market research, we used to have to, to reach a target audience to reach an ideal customer. We would have to get people in a room. We would have to pay for the locations and and the time, and get you know a third party to help us pull together the data and the analytics. And it would just take time, right? It would it would it was stressful, and it was hard to to ever know whether you really were getting the right information because it's like is this you know this is through a third party? Are they really being honest? It's a focus group. Everybody's being put in the room, and I'm a huge believer in focus groups. So don't get me wrong there, but you know sometimes people would have to be paid to participate. So you would always wonder like what really is the quality of the sample of these people we're talking to even if it was on a global scale. So the biggest thing that social media does is it makes research available to you 24 seven. So if you've never thought about using social media to learn more about your customer, to learn more about your market, that's what I'm hoping to inspire you to do in this podcast episode today. And we're going to be talking about some specific things that you can learn about your customer and your market. Okay. So we're going to get granular because it's really not that difficult. I mean, it's, I want you to just, think about it from a marketing and a customer perspective, okay? And if you ever listen to my podcast, you know for a fact that I'm always preaching and teaching you that you need to know your customer. You need to know what keeps keeps them up at night. You need to know what they're thinking. You need to get in their head. And I have several podcasts I've done on this topic with you know 10 to 20 things you need to know about your customer. I have a customer analysis uh, worksheet that you can download. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience and that will help you prioritize and identify your key audiences and market segments. I highly, highly encourage you to do that. It will help you put your social media strategy together. And it's based upon the Forrester Research post methodology. It's people, objectives, strategy, and then tactics and technology. Because what most people do when they build their social media strategy, when they launch their digital platform, they start with the technology. So uh, organizations of all sizes, small up to big brands. They'll go hire somebody internally or hire a third party to build them a website, to build them a blog. And then they wonder why that piece of digital junk doesn't ever work and doesn't provide value to their audience and doesn't convert and bring value back to their business. It's because they started with the technology, right? You have to start with your audience. You need to know who is your audience? What objectives do they have? What objectives do you have for that audience? And then your strategy is how do you want that relationship to change with that audience? right? And then last, you focus on the T, the technology, which is how are you going to drive value to that audience? How are you going to help them meet their objectives? So it's people, objectives, strategy, and tactics. So let's talk about how you can leverage social media to learn more about your customer. How can you leverage social media to learn more about your market? And- Number one thing is you, there are a ton of tools out there that you can use for free and I'll be mentioning some tools throughout the conversation today. Everything I talk about, the worksheets and more resources are all going to be at socialzoomfactor.com/186 because this is episode 186. So you don't have to re- worry about remembering all these things uh, during the conversation as you're listening to this today. So there are some free tools out there. Number one is Twitter, right? You can go to Twitter and you can just search. You can search for a hashtag, uh, a hashtag. If you don't know what that is, we have a podcast on that too. Ha- hashtags in a nutshell, but a hashtag is basically what used to be the pound sign in front of a word. Okay. And, and having that number sign there makes that word searchable. Okay. And this works on Instagram. It works on Twitter. It works on Facebook. So hashtags are a great way. You can go to hashtag hashtagify.org. That is a great resource for you to measure hashtags and to see what are top hashtags people are talking about in a specific industry. Okay, so that's going to tell you what are the conversations. It's going to tell you who's talking about them, right? So you're going to be able to see what, what are other people talking about. And if you're new to social media and you don't know where to start, you need to understand how people are already using these social networks. Because although you may be new to Facebook for business. There's 1.5 billion people that have already signed up for Facebook. Okay, they're not new. So even though you come on you're like, "Hey, I'm new to Facebook. Come like my Facebook page." You're going to get laughed out of the social room because there's people like me and others who have been there for, you know, coming up on I think it's a decade now. I can't believe that. So, anyway, you need to understand each of these social networks and each of the social networks people are behaving differently. There's different norms. There's different modes of which they're communicating. There's different sentiment to their conversations. So as you're building your social media strategy and plan, or if you are doing an audit on your plan and maybe you're needing to refresh it, it's not working for you. Maybe it's not bringing results, your digital platform. You need to get out there and listen again, right? Listen more than you talk. And when we first launched our first agency, that's something we did a lot of was listening. I spent six months when I launched my personal brand and our first agency, primarily just doing social listening and curating content. And a lot of that was done on free tools like Mention and Twitter and advanced Twitter search. Twitter has an amazing advanced search. Now Facebook has different insights. You can see what's trending there as well. Twitter has trends. Uh, Instagram has trends. So all of these platforms have insight built into it and, and search built into it. You just have to play around a little bit to get it. Okay. And then there's other tools that are going to help you better dig into that data. There's BuzzSumo that we love that helps us identify influencers. We're big supporters of Sprout Social. We use that for our social media management with ourselves and our clients. Uh, and it has some good social listening as well. So we can be very responsive to our accounts and our clients' accounts. And then there's Hootsuite, there's Radian6, there's Reputation.com. To name a few, so you know you can go out to Google and just do uh, a few Google searches on you know social media research tools, social media listening tools, and you you can you know add the term in their reviews, so you can you can see what a lot of people are saying about some of these different tools, or you can just hire a third party, a consultant, or an agency like ours to help you you know muddle your way through that more quickly and really figure out what your objectives are, because before you go, spend a ton of time. Uh, researching tools and spending money getting demos from all these vendors because they love to give you demos and they love to get you signed up for a trial. And then you've wasted you know a month playing with a tool that honestly you may not even need. You need to know what your objectives are. Not every tool is good for you depending on where you are in the life cycle of building your social business, right? If you're if you're right at the very start, you probably don't need a Radiant 6. You can you can get by with some of these free or more inexpensive tools, okay? So just be very careful crawl walk run with create with selecting those tools, okay? But let's talk about what we can learn about our customer and our market. So number one thing is you can learn what people think about your brand. What do your customers like or not like about your brand? What is your general community, maybe in your local area, in a national community, international? What do they think about your brand? What do they think about your employees? Um, What do they like about their engagement with your employees? What do they like about their visit to your store? Whether you're in a B2B uh, brand is what you're driving or whether you have a B2C organization, there's feedback that's coming in. And how is that coming in, you're asking, if you're new to this? It's coming in via the form of a Twitter search, right? People are tweeting what they think about things. They are posting on their Facebook page if they like something, if they don't like something. They're checking in on different platforms, whether that be Foursquare, whether that be Facebook, whether that be Instagram, now you can check in. Um, Swarm, a lot of people will check in on these different apps and then they'll tweet them out. So you know what their behavior is. You can then start to peel back the onion, and you know I love using that analogy. We peel back the onion, and we're able to see what is driving that activation. Okay, why are they checking in? Why are they tweeting something? Because there's usually a reason, and that's either going to be an emotional reason that they're doing it, or it's just going to be a business reason. You know, they they experience something that they want to share. Uh, Maybe they they feel an emotion. They're happy or they're mad or they're sad or they're just uh, somebody that likes to get attention. Okay, that's still a reason that's activating them. They want to tell everybody everywhere that they are. So you need to get to what is that emotional driver? What is that business driver of what is activating them to share that information within that piece of, of data, those pieces of data is a goldmine for you because it's, it's more than just saying, okay, they checked in or okay, they shared this. Why did they share that? What did they like or dislike about that? What was the emotion behind that action that they took to share that piece of information? Okay. Tip number two thing that you can learn is demographics of your followers. So there are many tools out there that will enable you to do this. And even deep inside Twitter analytics, you can see amazing demographics of your followers. And there's tools that we can look at, you know, what is our what is the education of your followers? Um, What is their work? uh, How? What is their experience in business? What are the topics that they are interested in? What are the other people that they are connected to? You know, there are tools that we've been using with our clients for years that will tell us, you know, based on hundreds of social networks, what are the top networks, social networks that their followers are utilizing? So we know where to go target. We know what is happening. If they have a good following that's engaged on Twitter, for example, Then we can go look and see what are those other social networks that their audience, their followers are engaged on and why, right? We can start to dig into that because the question we always want to be asking is why, why does anybody care about what you're doing on social, what you're doing in business? You need to answer that. Why do they care that you and your brand exist? And the more that you can know about who they are and what their behavior is, the more that that's going to help you. So demographics are key. You can get demographics from just about every social network that is out there, um, I, inclu- I encourage you to really dig into the insights of the native social network, whether that be YouTube, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, and look at what are those demographics. Number three is that you can look at what and who people are are engaging with. So who are they engaging with? What other brands are they engaging with? Are they engaging with your competition? Who is engaging with your competition? Are they engaging with partners? You know, if if you're working in a B2B tech space, for example, you have an entire channel of sales and resell and value-added resellers. Who are they engaging with? Who are the players, the thought leaders, the influencers in your industry that are driving these conversations? And this is where we have a load of fun uh, with our clients. We love doing market research around influencers and we put a lot of influencer programs together with clients of all sizes, from small business all the way up to Fortune 10 brands. And we help them identify those influencers. We help them then go put together a program to build relationships with those influencers that is nurtured over time and it's not just about getting people to tweet for you and finding the people with the highest clout score and influence score and the most twitter followers and getting them to share tweets okay yes there may be an amplification strategy but what we're talking about here is who is moving content who is having conversation who. Has an audience with a listening ear that is eager and sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to hear this information and the content being shared from an influencer, right? That's that's more about what an influencer is. And I did some podcasts in the past, I believe that are really good, people have really liked them. I did like influencer marketing in a nutshell. I talked about the difference between free earned media, paid media and you know influencer marketing type of media. So I encourage you to check those resources out. Um, if you are brand new to influencer marketing and, and social listening, those are really, really going to help you. Okay, before we go into our last two tips for social listening and market research, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors because they are what keeps this podcast rocking. So please give them a listen and I'll be right back. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition with one little tweet. Email or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs. The Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnuts.com with the Z.com. I'm back. Okay. Number four is you can learn what content your audience, your ideal customer, your market is consuming and sharing. Okay. And this type of information and data is one of those jackpot data sources. Okay, friends. So when you can analyze and understand what content people are consuming, Right, what is the content they're reading? What is the content they're engaging with on a daily basis? What's the content they're listening to? What podcasts are they listening to? What videos are they watching? What Snapchat's are they following? What Instagram feeds are they reviewing? What, you know, pages do they like on Facebook that they're reading and sharing every day? When you start to understand that information, you start to better understand your client, okay? And then you start to know what they want from you, which is the last tip, number five, because you need to know what they want to learn and hear from you, okay? So by you understanding what they're sharing, what they're consuming, what they're curating, there's a lot of people that don't create their own content when it comes to social media. They do a ton of curation, And that basically means they find the best content every day and they share that out. Many people will schedule that out for the whole day. They'll take a half hour, hour reading content, learning about their industry in the morning, and then they will schedule those tweets out during the day while they go do their day job. Okay. Or some people will pop in and out, you know, during the day and see what's happening with news and will be sharing that information out. So when you learn what content they're consuming, what content they're curating, what content they're sharing, sharing is oftentimes an endorsement. It's saying, I like this piece of information. Now, some people will share for different objectives. They'll share to get attention. They may share for emotional reasons. They may share to activate an audience. But a lot of times, most of the times people are sharing because they have read that content. They, they have an emotional attachment to it. They want other people to learn about that content. So when you can start to dig into why are they sharing, why are they consuming, why are they can. Con- curating that content, then you start to learn about those conversations and you can then learn what they want to hear from you. So then we start to look at things like the tone. We look at the sentiment. We look at the keywords that they're using. We look at the language that they are using and what language you should then be using to communicate with them. So if they're sharing content and you're seeing themes, you know, a lot of these tools will bring you back content that's being shared and you can see themes of the keywords that are the top driving content. You know, you need to consider using some of those keywords and you need to do the quote unquote double click to learn more about that behavior and see if that's something you need to analyze and bring and, and utilize within your own organization and your content strategy, your social and digital strategy. Okay. So you're looking at th- that conversation. You're looking At things like Twitter lists. You can look as simple as what Twitter lists are people putting you on? And when I was new to Twitter, that was something that really helped me in understanding my audience because coming out of the corporate world after 15 years, I was a little more stuffy than I am right now. Right. I've been out of corporate now for almost six years. And so I've my personal brand has evolved. If you were to go read some of my first blog posts that I ever published out of corporate, it was very um much more formal than I am today. And I actually apologized in a couple of the first blog posts. And I said, you know, I'm sorry, if those of you that don't want this personal information, um, there will be plenty of business nuggets and things for you here and you can look past those. Over time I realized what my audience really loved was some of the personal pieces. They love that I was myself in my blog posts. They love that I can get on the podcast and sing silly songs and, you know, make people laugh and have fun. And so over time my brand evolved and that came from doing social listening. That came from digging into Google Analytics and seeing what content was resonating. It comes from looking at my podcast downloads and knowing what podcasts have the highest downloads right. We have podcasts that have, you know, 25 to 40 downloads for one podcast, right. And most of them are at least five to 10, um, over a period of a few months. So, you know, they, they averaged kind of all over the board, but, uh, I know what podcasts people are resonating with. I know what content they're liking. And so the Twitter list, back to the Twitter list, they can help you understand how people are identifying you, kind of how they're categorizing you. And if they're putting you on a Twitter list that says experts in this field, they're already seeing you as an expert, or it may be something you didn't even know that, That was the way that they saw you. And that that happened to me a lot when I first started. I don't have time to go into it in detail. Um, I did a podcast on Twitter list that I encourage you to listen to if you wanna dig into that. And then another thing is just hashtags, right? That's a great way to learn what people want to hear from you. And once you have identified your target audience online, and you know you're watching and analyzing their behavior, check out what hashtags they're using. That's really easy with some of the tools that I've talked about for you to be able to analyze those hashtags or hire an agency or a consultant to help you do that. So there you have it. I hope I have inspired you to do the double click, figure out how you can use utilize social media for market research to learn about your audience. And remember, our goal is to inspire our audience to connect with us with the goal of helping them achieve their objectives. And when we help them achieve their objectives, we achieve our objectives. Inspire, connect, achieve. That's a wrap. Have an amazing day.
1: If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey.